Welcome to Building Worthiness. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinlivan, and this podcast is all about letting us discover just how truly and entirely worthy we are. I will sometimes be sharing aspects of my journey, but it's very much a shared journey of worthiness. And this episode is all about trusting life, no matter how it may appear. And I want to start with, you know, this has been a rewrite of a previous podcast, and this particular episode has changed so much that I'm just redoing it completely. (laughs) And that's because when I first started to awaken, it was very exciting and beautiful, and I didn't really earth it very well. And I also got a little bit lost in signs, and that meant that I made some mistakes, some quite big mistakes. And just to briefly outline that, I you knew that I left the general practice setting to work in this role as a therapist and doing a lot of mindfulness and bringing spirituality in. And that developed to the point where I wanted to really uh, open up to the spirituality. But unfortunately, I thought that I had to leave the medicine Medicare system to do that. And I got a little bit lost in signs, thinking that that's what I was being instructed to do. The truth was, it was important for me to embrace spirituality more and really let that in as part of my practice. But I didn't need to leave medicine to do that. So what happened was I left medicine for about seven months and then, and nothing that I did during that time really worked very well. And my client numbers dropped, even though I had some very lovely, loyal clients that still came in, of course, because people weren't getting a rebate, it was harder and I definitely had less numbers. And workshops I tried to run, none of them worked. So I finally realised, and that was on the 22nd of February 2022, actually. (laughs) So some numerology in there. Obviously, it was a day of openness, but I think also just it happening on that day reminded me that I'm still being supported and it was all okay to have made that mistake. So anyway, I realised and I've come back into medicine and that's been great and it's been much easier for clients to manage now with a Medicare rebate and I'm still... Uh, embracing spirituality, which is beautiful. But the truth was that I wouldn't have let myself dive as deeply into spirituality if I hadn't have left medicine, because what was deep inside me was this fear of being judged and perhaps even pushed out of the medicine system, because I'd grown up in a very old system with very traditional consultants and a lot of conservatism and I just didn't feel that I could really get really spiritual within that. So I've realised that I can and I can still do everything by the book, which I do. And if clients are interested in spirituality, we go there. If they're not, I don't. So that's been a beautiful realisation. And so I guess I want to talk a little bit about that it is really important to be able to hear our inner voice and to be able to come into alignment with what's wholesome for us and many of you out there that are having either circumstances or symptoms so it might be feeling depressed or anxious not sleeping feeling tension 
or perhaps particular circumstances that are a real struggle. And, you know, I know that everything that occurs for us and some of my most challenging moments, as you've heard, like not sleeping when I was in general practice and or even having a, a very uh, difficult time, you could say, when I did leave medicine for seven months, they were all instructive. So those times that are often the most challenging are often the times that we can learn the most. Even when I was a young person and experienced depression after my first child because of a very difficult family situation, that was incredibly instructive to me. Yes, it was really hard and I needed to learn to nurture and be very compassionate with myself, but it taught me so much. And so I just want to say that, you know, the path of healing is often very challenging. I've said before that it's the steep and narrow path. It's not the broad and wide path. And it does mean that you may end up having to do things that others don't approve of. Even perhaps, you know, your intimate partner or your children or your parents or friends may struggle with what your choice is. But if you keep sitting with something and it keeps being there in your heart and being there in your heart and you feel like your body's suffering because you're not going there, then, you know, might as well give it a go. And if you haven't got it completely right, you're going to find that out just like I did and have done. So that's what I mean. We can kind of trust life. It's almost to have this willingness to give something a go if we really feel that's what's in our heart and to know that if it's not perfectly right, we will be pulled back. We will be pulled into alignment again. If it is right, fantastic, and we're going to start to feel a whole lot better and a whole lot more wholesome. But the path forward still may not be easy. There may be hiccups, there may be sidesteps, there may be challenges and ongoing learning. And it's just this coming back to presence all the time, listening into our heart, knowing what the next step is, taking the next step, seeing what arises. And if it feels like it's flowing and the body's feeling better, then keep going. If it feels like it's not working, like me leaving medicine, then reassess and reassess and be present again and eventually you'll grasp whatever shift needs to happen. And just to share an aspect of the journey for me that has perhaps been very challenging and that's been to do with, well, I guess how I function in the world in terms of friendships and socialising. And I mentioned very early on that I had been camping with friends up north and that was a very social situation and I'd really struggled with that and when I came back that was when I first started connecting with Isaira and I'd recognised then that you know my vibration was shifting and as much as I loved my friends and could spend short periods of time with them to spend a whole week in a very social situation was just not who I was anymore. And that's the stuff that does start to happen. You know, for me now, I wouldn't choose to go and spend a night in a pub if I could avoid it. But if it was the birthday, for instance, of someone who I really loved, then I would do it. And, you know, my friendships have really shifted and there have been friends that in some ways have been left behind, which has been really painful for me and I'm sure painful for them too. 
it hasn't stopped how much I love and care for them. But it's just the nature of this journey that, you know, I'm becoming a bit more almost monk-like, or that's not quite the word, but what is important to me is being in nature, is having regular periods of silence, is, mm, you know, tuning into spirit, is listening to God voice, is overturning any stones that are yet to be overturned or finding those dark corners with compassion. And, you know, not everyone's into that. Not everyone wants to do that stuff. Not everyone wants to be present. So it is tricky combining that with the original lifestyle. So some things will have to shift and will have to change and that can be really painful. And I had some very resistant and frustrated moments with this journey. In fact, really angry with this journey because I had to change some of those things and feeling like I needed to punch the air and stamp the earth and dive under the waves and scream. And But then realising, you know, we think it's going to be about sacrifice, but it never turns out to be about sacrifice. And in fact, what I have realised along the way is those changes that I have felt I need to make that is part of if you like, God's will, I've realised that they are also my will. Because as we learn to sink more into our higher self, we realise that any changes that come to us to make ultimately feel much more peaceful and the body feels better and it really is who we want to be. So it doesn't turn out to be about sacrifice ever. So I want to reassure you of that because I've seen many clients over the years that have come to me knowing they need to make a shift, but A, either terrified that it's not going to go okay or terrified what friends and family might think, but also thinking it's going to involve some form of sacrifice, which it really doesn't. So I just want to let you know that. It turns out to be wholesome and okay and perfect. And when we are living in alignment with what's spirit, with what's true, things start to flow, things start to flow beautifully and we feel more abundant and love is coming and relationships actually become more wholesome. But that doesn't mean that there won't be moments where it feels really challenging and really hard. And there has been moments on this journey for me, particularly in the shift over of friendships and in the change as to how I go about I guess, socialising in the world, where I have felt lonely and I have wondered, you know, will I find a place? And I've often thought, you know, people don't really get me or don't really understand me and and that can feel pretty painful. But, you know, I was having a moment of that not so long ago and I happened to look up a friend's Facebook page and it said, and I thought this was very wise, not to be afraid of the moments of loneliness or not to be afraid of the the challenge or what may appear as not being understood or being different, that it will evolve. Keep being centred, keep being present and all of us, we will find our place because we are doing or at least attempting to do and eventually getting there, we are doing what spirit, what our inner spirit, what our higher self wants us to do. 
So it is about trusting life and knowing that we will eventually arrive, no matter what, wherever we need to be. And I'll just share a little about what I've learned around friendship. And, you know, as we change so dramatically, of course our friendships are going to change, but it's never going to be about letting go of love. There's always going to be the opportunity to love and be in the world. And, you know, Isaira has been a beautiful guide for me and she's very strong on that, that spirituality needs to be integrated and brought back into this experience. And so it's about love. And so what I have learned is that, yes, friendships may change. Yes, sometimes we may not see people as often, but we will find a way to be loving. And if it means I need to go into a situation that's not that comfortable on occasion, like into a pub, for instance, if I just entirely don't resist, if I totally accept that situation, if I work on holding others as the divine essence that they are, if I work on presence, perhaps sometimes just feeling my feet on the earth or perhaps going outside occasionally and having a breath or, you know, there are ways to make it much easier. And certainly if we put ourselves in a situation that we know we may struggle in, but then we resist it and fight it and are annoyed with it, that's really not going to help. So it is always about presence, acceptance, holding the situation, the whole situation and the others with with as much presence as possible and seeing them as the truth of what they are, which is divine love. And of course, that's a work in progress and I haven't got that completely correct yet, but I'm on the way to learning it. And sometimes, you know, we will recognise that no, this situation really isn't okay and it is something in the future that I need to lessen. Or it might be that we realise that a certain situation, you know, confronts us too much and therefore we need to go in with more preparation or perhaps we spend less time or we figure out how we're going to get out of there early or even practice. I often get clients to practice some lines, especially when they're going to family situations that they know they're going to be triggered in. Um, I get them to practice what they know is likely to come up and how they might deal with that and how they might get out of that situation in a kind way if they need to. Having said that, this is a huge learning curve, how to, as we heal and deepen in spirituality, how we integrate ourselves into the world. It's a huge learning. And you will, because I have, make mistakes, and those mistakes are just learning opportunities never a reason for judgment. And I might just quickly talk about signs here because they are really valuable, but you've got to be so careful. And when I was making that decision to leave medicine for a period of time, you know, I kept seeing things like the the turtles at the lake would stick their head up at me. And of course, I always thought that meant that whatever I was deciding was okay. But in reality, the turtles were just sticking their head up to breathe. (laughs) as turtles do. So, you know, we really do have to be careful. Isaira has a saying that the ego is like a search engine and once it decides on a certain path, it will find whatever signs it needs to confirm that path. And that was certainly the case for me. So these days I actually pay much less attention to signs. It's not that I don't that I'm not aware of them at all, I certainly am, but 
I base my decisions now on a lot of presence, but also on being very grounded and very earthed in this experience. So just a practical, logical uh, thinking as well around what will work and what won't work because everything does have to be earthed and often discuss with my husband or others about decisions. But that doesn't mean that signs aren't there. But I guess more often these days for me it's been not so much about the sign means this or the sign means that, but more it's a, ah, there's presence here, there's love here, I'm being supported, and maybe let's keep tuning in to this current plan and see how it's going. And mostly I'm not planning very far ahead at all. It's very much what I do in the moment, and each day is as it is and comes as it comes. Of course, sometimes there is a need to book ahead something. It might be a workshop or future classes or something. And then I I just really try and earth it as much as possible and be present with it and see how it feels in my body, get a gut sense if you like, and then plan it. And as I plan, I see how it goes and with a willingness to make changes. And that's felt much better, much less overexcited if you like like I was and I've always known that a little bit of overexcitement can mean that there's fear in something so these days it's just being true being vulnerable plugging in as much as I can and seeing what evolves and there's another aspect to that which is to do with you know when you know that life can be busy there's often a lot to do dealing with place we live with our relationships with whatever we do for work and sometimes there's a kind of a tension or a how am I going to get this done or is this going to get done and more and more in my life I've very much tried to just do what feels wholesome and even for instance I've been thinking for a while that I need to rework this old podcast and the time just didn't well, not for the last few months, the time just didn't come that I was able to do it. And then just in this last week, I had clients packed into a few days and then I had quite a few days of not much on, you know, nothing else that I really urgently needed to attend to. And just before this run of days, I had a contact from a lady that does my website about the old podcast telling me that uh, the links weren't working very well and I thought, oh, okay, so I've got this run of days and the podcast isn't working very well, maybe now's the moment. And it does seem to be flowing quite reasonably in these last few days. So I guess it's like we can let go of that fear around not being able to manage to fit in everything we need and rather step back Often, in fact, we need to do less anyway, and often some of the things on our list, if we leave them for long enough, they just disappear. It's definitely happened to me before. <laughs> there was once with my husband and I a door in our house that wasn't working, and neither of us could be bothered getting around to fixing it, and one day it just fixed itself. So it has been a learning for me around sort of trusting, listening to the body, knowing that the right moment will come, and that it's okay to leave it until that right moment comes. And then if I sink into presence, that there will be a flow. And of course, as I always mention, being in nature is a huge part of that for me, which I do every day, go to the lake or down the, down the beach with 
my shoes off and often sit under a tree or on the sand. And Auntie Jinta, or Isaira, frequently talks about what she calls dadari, or inner deep listening, or listening in nature. And as we sit in nature, first of all, it pulls us into presence, but it really can inform us as well. And that's what dadari is all about. And it makes sense that our inner voice, which is truly our highest essence, and that same essence is also the earth, the trees, the animals, the other beings, humans around us. So a listening to the entire field is going to be informative and of great value. And practicing that is going to pull us towards deeper connection and deeper oneness because we'll be recognizing the essence of love that's in everything, the same divine essence that we are. And also, by the way, as we connect more to the earth and more to nature, there's a natural desire to look after nature and the beings and the trees and the earth around us, which is probably why our First Nations people who were so connected to nature were so able to look after her in the most beautiful manner. And I just want to talk about this concept of trusting life and knowing that when we're experiencing, as I mentioned before, like difficult symptoms, and that might be anxiety, depression, tension, whatever, or difficult circumstances, that they will be an opportunity for us. But it's never about giving yourself a hard time or thinking that you really should be doing something or stepping off some cliff or, you know, making some change dramatically or quickly because it's okay. It's okay to be you. It's okay to have fear. It's okay to have doubt. It's okay to have uncertainty, to make mistakes, to mess it up. All of that is perfectly fine. And, you know, sometimes I see clients that might be coming to some change they might need to make. It might be around their work or it might be around a partner, but they're not there yet. And it's often really valuable for them to spend, say, for instance, if, a, if it's a partner that they're not sure if they need to leave or but they really don't want to yet, but there's some very worrying signs. You know, we're not meant to just jump up and leave straight away if we're not sure. We're often much more meant to work on everything we can possibly work on, you know, communicate with that person as well as we can, learn whatever we may need to learn in a relationship. And then if it's still scary, well, just let it come, you know. Eventually we will get to a place where we feel able enough and we feel supported enough to be able to make a change. And if we're not in that place yet, that's perfectly okay. That's what we're meant to be. If eventually we are meant to change, then I've no doubt that things will happen or occur or something will feel intolerable and eventually we will have to make a change. The only thing I could say about that is that sometimes if we really know that something's not wholesome for us and we're clinging on for some reason like perhaps fear or being disapproved of or feeling vulnerable without that thing in the world or whatever it is, then we may need to end up suffering more because we're clinging on so much. 
So it's just good to have a little bit of awareness of that, that if we're really not listening to our inner will, and that was probably me when I was leaving general practice, you know, it took me two years to finally come to the decision to leave. And that's because I had no concept of trusting God or of listening to my heart or so I just pushed myself in things that I that really weren't me for a longer period than my body enjoyed, that's for sure. But then there's certainly no judgment in that because that was the first time I'd ever had to confront well listening to my inner being and I didn't really know anything about it. So of course it was going to take me a while and so really there's never any need for judgment. And this trusting life, you know, it really is going to build our worthiness because it will mean that we're letting life guide us and that's going to bring us more into alignment with our higher self, our inner spirit. It means we're going to relax more. We're going to trust that we're going to be shown things. It means we're not going to judge our mistakes. We're going to let them be learning opportunities. It means we will listen to our inner voice and to darari, you know, the world around us and nature. It also means that we will start to feel the support of spirit, both within and around. And all of that's going to really build worthiness. And another aspect to that is just joy, you know. This is life. This is the the journey we're going on. We're just going to let it teach us and enjoy it and know that nothing we can do is going to be judged and we are going to always inevitably find our way back to what is the wholesome path forward because that's what life does that's where it pulls us and we don't need to take it so seriously because there is this permanent background of divine loving essence which is what we truly are So we don't need to hold this experience with such seriousness and we can have a joy because we know that the truth of what we are is this divine essence and that's never going to go, never going to fade, never going to judge, always be loving, so we're safe. And it's a foolproof mechanism to help us eventually find our way home. So I think that's enough for this session Thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure to be here with you. Please subscribe and share my podcast with friends or family and look me up on my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com or my Facebook and Instagram pages, which are livingawarenesswa. And I highly recommend Isaira and her website is isaira.com. Much love to you all.